Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, this is Gabby Douglas. If you have an active lifestyle like me, hydration is key. That's why I love the Hydration Watermelon Smoothie from Smoothie King. Blended with whole fruits, coconut water, and more electrolytes than some of the leading sports drinks, Hydration Watermelon is the cleaner way to hydrate with no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives. So you can recover and perform at your peak ability during the summer heat. Order online or through the app for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Dave Hanratty and there will be no encore strutting onto the stage like Theresa May to the tune of <laughs> Dancing Queen that's the image. show that's what we do on the show it's a music podcast this is episode 135 and it's the episode before the live show there won't be an episode next Friday because we're doing a live show in the Workman's Club on Sunday week that's October the 14th tickets are on Ticketmaster 13 euro Dublin Podcast Festival and I'm going to get into some detail I'm going to give you the full rundown of what's occurring on the Very evening exciting. in just a few minutes that excited voice over there is of course Dahi O'Droney hello how are you now you doing well I'm good Colin Morrigan what's up man I'm good Craig <laughs> Are you good? I'm pretty good. <laughs> Excellent. Fantastic. Just to confirm. Craig, I gave you no surname. I assume they know by now. Fitzpatrick is what they call me. Let's start with the, the biggest hat-trick. news, shall we? Craig Handon is fucking dissertation. Yes, yeah, yeah. The relief. How'd you celebrate? You messaged the group chat when you were on three points at about two in the afternoon. I had about like three more and then I went home and I went to work <laughs> the next day. It was not very That's glamorous. I miss karaoke. Some of the class went to karaoke and I went home. Like what would you have done? Square. What would you have done? Oh, I don't know. Iran, maybe. That was, do you remember that time we were going to do I Iran? Actually, I do remember that. It and was, we ran. Yeah, <laughs> we ran I, away. I ran for a bus just as we were about to go on stage. And then you were like, Dave? And I was like, I gotta go, mate. Gotta get the bus. We were announced. Holy shit. Yeah, about to do it. In we were, quite a big room. Because we were singing <laughs> I ran all weekend at Picnic uh, a month before. And Stuart Clark was like, it's a bit shabby, lads. Yeah. <laughs> Needs a new improvement. Yeah. We did our best. But it was fine. <laughs> 
Don't know how we would have fared on the London stage at a big <laughs> musical bash, but here to tell us all about that is Colin Morrigan. Yes. Yeah, I went hey. to Hamilton last week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like what was that voice? I love that. Yeah. yeah. For yourself. Yes. That's my your Hamilton <laughs> review. <laughs> That's my theatre voice. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I, how was it? I mean, it was fantastic. It was unbelievable. Like, I, I mean, I know I'm knowing, adding nothing to the public discourse by saying that Hamilton it's very good <laughs> somebody should check that thing out and what's more I don't want to say a ton more either because like I went in relatively blind or as blind as one could be I mean you know like I'd heard the hype because you know I'm alive and you know, you know shit because, yeah. because history but like I hadn't listened to the soundtrack I hadn't read any like in-depth reviews and all that sort of shit and I think it was probably more enjoyable for that. Brilliant. Okay. So, uh, so it's, yeah. I, it's in. How long is it in London for? I, uh, who knows? It's ages booked up for the next few months anyway. But, uh, but if you have the money and the time and the inclination, I would recommend checking it out. No, it is. Seriously, like, you're aware that it's something special. Mm. Like, it's, like it lives up to the hype. Oh, yeah. Jake it really wow. does. Yeah. And that's saying, that's saying something. So, yeah. yeah. No. It's superb. Do you cry? There was one or two tears. Oh, really? Stage, wow, yeah, okay. Yeah. A Craig moment. No, it's it's in, it's, in, it's <laughs> incredible. It, 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 <laughs> seriously, it, it's it's incredible. It, it is genuinely powerful. Like, and uh, yeah, it's it's an amazing show. It really is. Crying at a gig, Craig, is a Craig moment. Yeah, yeah. Getting a, a the a, full gamut of emotion. Really, it's there's tears, there's writing on the floor, there's yeah. This goes back to Electric Picnics several years ago when you saw the Blue Nile, or no, or Paul Buchanan rather. Yeah. Of the Blue Nile. Yeah. Paul Buchanan on piano and I had a moment. There was a few moments that weekend, I believe. There usually is. Wild Beasts. At that festival. Is that Wild Beasts here? Yeah, I don't know. It can be an emotional trip. Like. It could be it Wild Beasts year. Well, it couldn't <laughs> this year because they're no longer a band, sadly. How about last week for you, Dahi? Island Life? Uh, what? Were you... <laughs> I cannot remember. Oh yeah, I was in Ackle. <laughs> so that's how it went. Yeah, I was. I had a, a crazy weekend where it was what? like I did. Uh, I was gearing up. I was also doing some kind of college work that I do on the side, oh, where I'm now. No, I like now that. have certified. I'm a, I have a green cert, which is basically means I can farm in Ireland. Oh, give it up. Oh. <laughs> eloquent Harry <laughs> Die podcast in town. You have to step but, it up. Uh, but basically, I played in Ackle uh, that night. So, like, from about uh, one a.m. till like two thirty a.m., and then drove straight to that agricultural college for uh, exam at nine a.m. Oh, the next morning, did my three exams up until about one p.m., two p.m. in the evening, and then I went to the Purdy Kitchen in Dunleary for a sold out show in Dunleary, and played another show until amazing sold out humble brag. <laughs> I was very happy to have a sold out show there and if anyone was there thank you very much for going, going in the exam hall just like well that's me done that's me. so I'm going to a sold out show gonna, gonna, what show you ask my own I'm going to go drop some bass good luck fantastic um, this so, yeah. all sounds very opulent uh, Cullum and I don't really go in for that kind of thing do we oh no <laughs> not like no. a not like a secret uh, villagers gig in the national yeah. concert yeah. hall quiet evening in the NCH if you don't mind how'd you have a secret gig there it's Massive. Uh, it's a room. It was a room in the, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. the main hall. Yeah, no, I was, it was wondering. A, a nice like kind of five people. A nice kind of side room. There was a good lot of people there, though, right? Because I, I basically everybody I knew was going. Yeah, it was strange because it, it was a Spotify thing. It was basically like uh, hashtag Spotify fans first. Yeah, hashtag okay. fan first. And what it meant was um, people who listened to Villagers the most in Spotify got an invite to the gig. Oh, savage, uh, yeah. Connor noted on stage that his mother got an email. Oh, <laughs> you would hope. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, um, he, said, he said I didn't even know that she listened, but. Um, Oh my god! Perhaps you know, uh, detailing years of friction between the two. Uh, she wasn't in attendance, uh, adding <laughs> oh, further fuel to that oh fire. No. 
Does uh, she check her emails? <laughs> who knows? Uh, it was a hell of a gig, though, wasn't it? Was it was fantastic. Absolutely yeah. wonderful. I mean, obviously, we raved about the album here two weeks ago. Yeah. And indeed, to him last week. Yeah. So um, you could go to the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 it all no, pays off, Craig. It, 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 it must be said, yeah, like, there were people casting aspirations on this hashtag fan first policy when it was yeah, like... Yeah, hang on. You say people. It was you. <laughs> well, no, sorry. I did. But then somebody else that I was speaking to, who I won't name, you know, for his own sake... But um, But we've narrowed down the gender. (laughs) Was the conversation electric? (laughs) That's all I'm saying. (laughs) You know. (laughs) No, no. But somebody was saying, yeah, at the very least, there was like algorithms for how many Twitter followers you had or something going on. Basically, the fact that you were on first name basis with half the room suggested that this was not a completely meritocratic process. Hashtag journalist second. Yeah, I mean, I had a great time. It was mostly the new material. Is it with this new show that he was talking about? Yeah, I mean, again, we don't quite know how that will project onto different arenas, but it was... A full band mm. and some good, you know, lights and artwork and stuff going on. Yeah. But it felt like pretty. We made some details in the interview last week, which you can listen to on the on the feed. Yeah, go but, back um, and listen to that if you can. We've actually thanks. We got a lot, a lot of nice feedback for that interview. Yeah, it was great. Mm. That was, was a really good, good interview. Thanks again to Connor for coming in. Uh, great, yeah, great set. He opened up with like a track off Darling Arithmetic, and he closed with another kind of Villagers standard. But in between, it was all all new stuff. And great. I must say. Uh, the like it elevated the album, which I'm already a big fan of, and there was some just some excellent, excellent stuff going on. Real, real go getter in particular, which is my favorite track on the mm. new record, sounded astonishing live. Uh, Hold me down was a fucking knockout. It was yeah. great, was great night good. out, great. And I definitely called it at the right hour of two a.m. afterwards. Fair play. Yeah, no, I'm not feeling amazing today, <laughs> but it's fine. Did you need to go to a solo so like- at the Purdy Kitchen afterwards or something? <laughs> no, thankfully I didn't. Uh, I did go to. I did, Screw you guys. I went. To a, I went to a packed screening of a different kind, though, this week when I went to see Venom, Tom Hardy's new action joint. Sony, It's a Sony joint. It's a Sony it? joint, yeah. And I went to the multimedia screening because uh, the thing about this film is we, everyone knew it was going to be a trash fire. It was just a question of how big of a trash Why fire. Why did they know that? I didn't know that. The trailers, oh, okay. um, the general kind of production notes and the fact that it's based on Venom. It being Venom, yeah. yeah it was gonna... Dumbest characters of all time. Who I'm ashamed to say I thought was cool when I was younger, but he's not. He's a ridiculous character. He looked kind of cool. That was about it. kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, essentially, all kinds of things started to surface in the run-up to this. For example, like, I mean, the review embargo, (laughs) the global review embargo (laughs) was three in in the morning on the day of release. No press screenings. People who did interviews with the cast didn't get to see the film in advance. Oh, my God. And Tom Hardy did an interview in which he said, my favorite 40 minutes of the film were cut out. (laughs) Really towing the company line. So it was just a case of how much of a monstrosity is this thing going to be? My favourite 40 minutes. 40 <laughs> minutes, yeah. There was a, a, there was a, there was a like 40 minute walkthrough <laughs> scene of the entire city or something. So it's terrible. I mean, I, I knew it was going to be, but like it was a, a case of, okay, can this be like so bad it's good or can it be, or will it be like something really, really boring? And it, it was mostly the latter. It felt like a film from 2004, just really kind of flat and lifeless, that kind of whole Catwoman, Daredevil thing, but not even as bad as them in the fun way. It's just a really, really bad movie. It wasn't Crap. Venom. Don't go see it. Venom is like some alien thing that takes over Spider-Man, Correct. right? Now, wasn't there something else that took over Venom? There was like a... Topher Grace in 2007, <laughs> yes. In there was another 3. character, no? Was it like No, um, essentially, no, no, no. Venom takes over Eddie Brock. Who is a journalist? Okay, and it was a real great portrayal of journalism on screen, guys. As uh, Eddie Brock, are you sure you're not thinking about the woman who swallowed a spider and that? There was some other like there was some other character that was very sim- similar to Venom, but it was just a different offshoot. I don't know. Carnage. 
Carnage, that was it. Yeah, yeah I was well, thinking like asbestos. Spoilers for Venom. Uh, Carnage pops up in the there post credit scene, played by Woody Harrelson. Yeah, well, for, for the sequel, like, for the sequel that, oh we're, my that God. we're not going to get because this thing isn't going to make any bank. Jesus. Um, but yeah, like his portrayal of, of journalism was really good, in which Tom Hardy like does some kind of terrible like. Uh, it's called the Brock Report and he's like walking around being like oh these homeless people they're just dead on the streets <laughs> like, he's got this terrible New York accent thing going on plays really really giddy energy it's based on the Radio Nova Rock Report no it's not it should be though if it was that'd be great anchored uh, by Marty Miller and Connor he's Irwin. going around in a fucking motorbike like, and he looks at like Tom Hardy like you know like just coming back from the gym I'm like this is, looks like no journalist I know um, <laughs> hey no nah, it's just a really bad movie uh, and not even fun bad it's a train wreck of a fucking waste of time alright uh, no Busy week. Yeah. Bit, bit of one, yeah. We have a live show, Cullum. That's what I was going to say. Not, not a waste of an evening. No. Next Sunday, the 14th of October. What Tick, a link. Tickets, tickets, as Dave mentioned, are on Ticketmaster right now at €13 Euro a pop. And yeah. uh, we have... We have additions. A f- yeah, we have additions. We have a full lineup going on. So last week on the show, we announced that we will have Lilla Vargan, who is mm. an incredible singer-songwriter. I'm super happy that she's on it now. Um, uh, she's under the Feel Good Last management label, uh, who have been doing stuff with Talos as well. Um, she just hit five million views on her track Downtown um, and has been playing loads and loads of shows this year. She did some really, really good shows in Body and Soul this year. Um, incredible voice, which I think we might be playing at the end of the show. Is that right? Yeah, we're going to play out the, our show this week, Exit Music, with a track by Lila to give you a taste of what it's about. She's a fabulous performer and she'll be joining us on the evening alongside Christian Tierney, mm. friend of the show. Friend of the show, Christian Tierney, uh, who is a photographer. Uh, basically, he's been, just been on tour with Niall Horn and he used to be the photographer, official photographer for um, Conor McGregor as well. Um, he is just back from this insane, like, three month tour with Niall Horn and has some really really crazy <laughs> stories about like some of which we're going to have to be careful about uh, yeah 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 but, we'll but I think we're, we're definitely going to ask him about some stuff yeah. <laughs> we'd have to be, be careful, careful. Think, yeah, yeah, all, yeah. all sorts of reasons legal <laughs> secu- security yeah. no. we're, we're going to extract we'll keep some it in the room. Room. we're going yeah. to press on him yeah. we're going to press on him yeah. but uh, he yeah I mean like he's just been part of this insane machine for like the last while uh, on this massive tour Top of America with it's not about you Craig but yeah, Christian will be in attendance to have a chat with us. I'm really, I'm very much looking forward to that. Yeah, and joining them for a chat of his own and a performance of his own is former guest of the show, uh, Paddy Hanna. Paddy Hanna will yeah. be rocking up to the stage. Amazing. Old Padge, as uh, he goes by. Will occasion. he be bringing the dog this time? That's the question. Is he bringing the dog? I don't know. You'll have to come to the show to, to find to out, show, I guess. Find out. Uh, the copy, isn't it? I copy, believe. it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I was desperately trying to remember the name, and then I remembered the name. And that, that's how that story went. And <laughs> essentially, because there's right, copy. Right that down, write that down. <laughs> You'll want, someone will want an option to film rights later, okay? There's copy merch, that's why I remember. There is, oh, like, yeah. I wonder, will they be selling copy, copy merch, merch on the back like, of the... Like copy merch. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, copy merch definitely did A&R yeah. back in the 60s. Like. Oh, the stories copy merch could tell you, if, if it wasn't for the tragic incidents <laughs> that occurred in 1982. Uh, but yeah, Paddy's a fun guy. The challenge will be like trying to do a short interview with him so we can make room for his performance. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he's a raconteur. He is a raconteur. And, uh, I'm looking and forward to having him on. So yeah, so it's it's a whole big show. It's Lillivard and Christian Tierney, Paddy Hanna, and of course us doing, yeah. doing this And we're going to be well. out so. for the night, so make sure you kind of bring your... Uh 
Bring, bring your, your drinking shoes. Bring your A-game. Bring your A-game. Bring your vitamins. Um, yeah, it's yeah, going yeah. to be great. It's going to be a whole thing. Hang on. Are you promising, like, like well, it's like a post-show hangout? Oh, we're going We're going that. out. We're going out. It's yeah, going to be Smash great. cut to me being like, good night, lads. We'll go stage. That's it. Safety first. Now, I don't want to sort of, you know, rain on our own parade, so to speak. But there is a chance we might not be the biggest night out yeah, of the winter. before you do, I mean, I guess to be fair, I should impress upon people the fact that, like, we don't do a live show very often. Like, no. and, and that's the thing. I mean, like, come <laughs> come hang out because who knows when we're going to do another one. I mean, like, hopefully we will. But there's just, it's difficult to kind of put things together and schedule stuff. And also, I find that, like, in life, missing out on gigs can be a real fucking heartbreaker I mean like, I think back to the likes of Woo Life in Whelan's and I was going to go to that gig and I didn't go yeah. and then they broke up I think back to Jay Reatard in Whelan's and then he passed away I missed that gig as well what I'm trying to say here listener is I mean like gigs are very communal experiences if they're good they can be like genuinely some of the best nights of your life and it's I know and I, I know everyone listening knows this I, like, I, I know you're like oh Christ I missed, I missed that gig I missed Frank Ocean I missed whatever look do we have to do I mean, get a babysitter, you know, like take the day off work the next day, take it alone if money is tight, because rare occasions don't come along that often. I mean, like, and like, you know, like not only us, I mean, like, like we're not the only show like that is that, that can sell itself on this. Nile Rogers and Sheik <laughs> are, are coming to Ireland. They're coming to Dublin. You may never get a chance to see Nile In, in December. And I just feel like, you know, not enough of a big deal is being made about this. I mean, like, what a treat. Infamous yeah. Hermes. Yeah. What a gift. The J.D. Salinger of music. <laughs> <laughs> Following a sold-out show at Malahide Castle during the summer, which... And be, some other shows. I was saying to say, to be, to be fair, they only played one gig in between at Electric Picnic. So, you know... <laughs> Just the one. It's just, yeah. And now it's a winter party uh, for the RDS main hall on the 1st of December, which still gives them a chance to do one more gig before the end of the year. <laughs> Didn't like, they do Christmas Live at the Marquee? This year? Yes. They oh, did live no way. Did yeah, they? They did. I think they actually might have. Yeah. I think you might Get be right. The fuck yeah. out of do you know why I'm, I know on, that? I'm, I'm looking this Because I went to set list and I counted all of their Irish performances. Go on. Right. No From when? Time, Since, time immemorial. <laughs> no, no. Since... 2009 was a turning point for them. They did uh-huh. the picnic, so nine years. How many times do you think they've played Ireland? Oh, I'm gonna say, I don't... let's say, let's say two times. Uh... I'm gonna say sixteen. Okay. Any other takers since 2009? I think I've, I think I've yeah. done loads, including the picnic 20, in 2009. Yes. Twelve. I'll say fifteen. Twenty-one times. Get the fuck! Yeah. You're oh. joking. Twenty-one shows. Twenty-one shows. Yeah. <laughs> it's been crazy. No, unbelievable! <laughs> yeah, no. that's crazy. Considering he died last year as well. Yeah, I like, know. I still have my hot press tribute issue. I hope you do as well. Hang on! Oh my god, you're right. They played Cork this year. Yeah, this yeah. is the. It's gonna be the fourth time. Like he, he must surely be domiciled here for tax reasons or something. What's like, going imagine. on? Just call it a fucking residency. This is his finish. altruistic effort to displace the taxes we're missing out on from Bono. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-one times. I wonder, yeah. so, and do you think it's it's as bad as bad as great across as uh, like the UK and Europe and everything? As bad. <laughs> I don't know. The infection. I feel like he has a connection with the Irish people. That must be it. Yeah, that must um, be it. Yeah, I don't know. He's just constantly gigging these days, and why not? Why not? Fair play to Brand him. new and expanded set. You know. Well, it can't be what? that brand new, can it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's most the new of it from out. the seventies. We we played the, the new first album. Is out. The new, okay, okay. Has there been week, any yeah. kind of? 
critical reaction or no <laughs> yeah Pitchfork said best new music <laughs> what are you talking about oh well then I'm going to the show okay um, this yeah. is I don't know I mean like it's just that thing isn't it I mean I guess you can't really argue with the disco funk boogie revolution you can't argue no you can't ticket sales I presume they will kill you, you. <laughs> but this is the question I mean I guess it's like why not I mean people are gonna fucking go yeah. so, and like you know probably across the generations I mean that's probably one of the main things, right? There's like, like. Remember when, Dad? We went to the chic gig. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not a cup final. Well, it's a bit of crack, to be it fair. Is a it bit is. Of crack. It's a fucking. It's a party band, like they're yeah. a proper. The original party band. <laughs> yeah, not Rogers. The original party animal. <laughs> the Bay City Rollers. Well, what are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> what is your obsession with the Bay City? Oh, no, Rollers? I mentioned them last week. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, yeah, the, another original party animal uh, was arrested <laughs> in Dublin yeah. uh, during a Shania Twain gig. Talk about never living it down. Yeah. He hurled abuse at Gardy and chal- who challenged him about his dancing during her gig. That's not how you dance this. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, the, the, the him about in that sentence is so, it, it, yeah. it's so important because if they just challenged his dancing, <laughs> like That's this like a was dance off, like, step yeah, yeah. up four. Yeah. <laughs> Security at the 12,000 Capacity 3 Arena reported that 57-year-old Paul Wilson's behaviour, he's been named, but so we can name him, it's fine. Yeah. It was, quote, annoying, annoying annoying those around him as the singer performed. I Dublin District Court was told. The distance, like, holy yeah. God. His lawyer said he had a bit too much to drink and became threatening when asked to step outside. <laughs> so Irish, bit too much to he, drink. He pleaded guilty to threatening, abusive, insulting behaviour. A Shania Twain game. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, the judge bodied him and said, you're, you're a bit long in the tooth to be carrying, carrying, on, on. To lo- carrying on like that. <laughs> and offered to leave without a criminal record if you made a 200 euro cash donation to charity. Yeah, the incident happened at around 9.40pm. So we're talking like 40, Early, like 40 was, minutes into yeah, the set. Yeah. So he probably only got one big hit at that point. Uh, the second of two gigs she was doing. And yeah, I mean like... Call to the seating area. See, this is the thing, you know, like, like I've been around that area. People do get up and they have a bop. But this apparently was, quote, affecting other people's enjoyment of the concert. What was he doing? I have no idea. Also, the worm. How much <laughs> do you need to drink to go wild at a Shania Twain gig? I mean, I've done the Macklemore thing. And I I've mean, done you know, the Nickelback she thing. Had a I've big... gotten hammered both times, but I've, I stayed in my fucking seat. She had a big Vegas residence. I mean, she knows how to pe- get people off their seats. I'd say, I'd say a Shania gig is insane. So you're saying she's an instigator like Gary Neville oh, that time yeah. he ran the end of the pitch yes, and kissed his ve- badge. Very much so. Incredible. Imagine if everybody who danced too energetically was arrested and had to pay like 200 quid every time you did it. Like, well, I think it's time and place. I'm not happy it's with this at all. It's a slippery slope. It's like yeah. Yeah, it's a good yeah, point, yeah. actually. Like, like, I wonder how many people in Electric Picnic were, were dancing hard enough to, like, make people uncomfortable around them. Probably a lot. Quite a few, yeah. During this, Sheik this and Noel Rogers, This might be ageist or something. I don't know. Yeah, so, no previous convictions and was very embarrassed to be before the court. Mm-hmm. To be fair, like, he's never living this down. No. Less no, not a chance. Like, every one of his, like, staff parties yeah. or yeah, family yeah. weddings, they're going to throw Shania Twain on and be like, oh, Brian, oh, watch, <laughs> yeah, yeah, watch yeah, yourself yeah, now. Yeah, People are going to be like, in his shop, they're going to put up Shania Twain CDs yeah, for sale and yeah. stuff without him knowing. I tell you, he would have needed a cold cup of coffee that morning. <laughs> Am I right, Craig? <laughs> you sure are. And we've just the thing. <laughs> New metal pioneers, corn, have turned their talents to... Coffee with her. <laughs> Guess what it's called? Corn coffee. Guess how many K's Disgusting. are in that name? Two. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I must say I do give credit for the comedy case, and I've, I've yeah, got yeah. credit it's written. The only in my, reason to do it, I can't think of any other reason. I've got credit written in my notes with a K just to <laughs> yeah. maintain the. Yeah, but um, yeah. So like, while everyone else is brewing beer, 
they have uh, turned their attention to a different type of brew. They said that they've basically spent ages like testing different <laughs> beans, drinking coffee, like. Yeah, they're like really into it. Apparently, can yeah. I just say five people sent me this story? And they, <laughs> they were, like, I don't know what that says about me. Uh, they have an official message about this—a very heartfelt message. They said, after almost twenty-five years of touring, making records, and playing in front of all of our amazing fans. Brackets, you. No, <laughs> don't think so. Mate. One thing has remained a constant in our daily routine. They didn't use a K for the constant, uh, but the one thing that remains constant is, of course, coffee, the ritual, the brew, the aroma, and most importantly, that very first cup every more and that sets the tone something that we look forward to each day because of our passion we've gotten together with a roaster and handcrafted our very own blend of coffee we hope that you enjoy share and join us in savoring many cups of coffee for years to come the k's back actually in there <laughs> not in coffee. inconsistent in coffee. Yeah. <laughs> inconsistent God, i mean it's is rock getting soft <laughs> rock is dead i'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it is yeah. coffee killing music <laughs> Jesus, Greg's turned into the Daily Mail Fun fact, I've never drank coffee Ever Never drank what? coffee, ever Never You've never eaten pasta either, right? That's also true This is madness Hold on, you've never had a cup of coffee? I'm not here to be shamed, lads Have you even tried it once? Once, like, Not really, no Apparently I make a really good cup You make a really good cup? Supposedly, yeah are you a Jeez. barista on the side? <laughs> like, no, I don't take your work home with you. <laughs> I'm, more of a, I'm more of a green tea man. Will you? Will like you try? If tea. we order some corn coffee, will you try it on the show? A hundred percent. Okay, amazing. All right, oh, well, yeah. we'll do that. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, perfect. Wow. Yeah, First cup of coffee. And do you know what? It was International <laughs> Coffee Day on uh, Monday, so we've just missed out on t- that big tie-in. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Was I mean, yeah. Okay. I'm in advertising. <laughs> it is the uh, 20th anniversary of their Follow the Leader album If you guys are looking for a reason to Were you a fan of Corn? Yes Okay. I saw them live a couple of times, I think Could um, they convert you to the coffee cause? Well, cause with a K, is it? The cause K, K I was a big Corn That's fan not going back to I really had, like, they were one of the touchdowns for me um, It all went downhill after their fifth album okay. but, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, the clo- couldn't, I couldn't get on board with the scatting. <laughs> the closest that I've any connection to corn, as we've discussed on this show before, playing, yeah, it's just yeah. Freak Unleash uh, from Top yeah. 30 Hits. So we can yeah. all agree that Freak Unleash is a fucking belt. Is like. that the one yeah. where the, 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 the things are falling down? That was a fucking banger. That was great. It has the animated video. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a belter. The kilt. The kilt. So I was sent a headline today, which exists on the UK version of the Joe website, which, you know, I worked for the Irish version. Uh, it's a rap with single quote marks on it for Suge Knight as he sentenced to 28 years in prison. I'd say the author of that headline was very happy with himself. One, sure. man, one man who's not happy, of course, is Suge Knight. His son, however, is making some bold claims, Cullum. Yeah, he went on his Instagram page and uh, declared that Tupac is still alive. Posted a series of Instagram uh, photos uh, showing him posing with Beyonce and 50 Cent, which mm. is obviously, you know, how you keep a low profile after faking <laughs> your own death, and claimed that he is in Malaysia rather than Cuba, as many conspiracy theorists have suggested. After that, he posted a video of himself in his car saying they were following him, saying, I can't even fucking sit in the light. Fuck this, I gotta go. Uh, he's since suggested that the Illuminati, or as he says himself, the Killuminati, are after him for revealing these truths. Um, what do we think? It's a load of bollocks, isn't it? Like, I mean, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> did you see the pictures? Yes, so, I did, and um, I've seen them before. Yeah, they're the like, are terrible. Yeah, yeah, I think they might be doctors. Like Shug Jacob, <laughs> <it might> be. <laughs> Shug Jacob Knight was last seen in a ridiculous and 
like grammatic, grammatically and orthographically awful feud with Daz Dillinger earlier this year. So he has previous for talking shite online. <laughs> and um, yeah, this is a pretty good example of it. And mind if you scroll back on his account, just yeah. like a few photos earlier, he's got some similarly, you know, oh, the system takes away powerful leaders and voices. They only do my people like that. Next to a picture of Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, so really? That, yeah, oh, that's, who, that's no. who we're dealing with here. But his dad is Shug Knight. He also like, says... He should um, be a good guy, right? <laughs> he said, I'm a knight, and they think knights are a threat, which is true if you're referring to the Knights Templar, who many believe are still operating around the world. <laughs> yeah. Shadowy back, cabal back figures. Illuminati, yeah. yeah. So there you go. What can you do? Stay away from Shug Knight. Uh, Gen- also, it has to, it has <laughs> if you find yourself in prison. <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah, it's hard to get very close All to our prisoner listeners. Please be um, and there are new. We could be big in prison. There are two new Tupac albums coming out pretty soon after some sort of settlement between his ma- his family and Death Row. So some people are suggesting that this is merely just your man is going to stand to benefit financially if those albums do better. No. So a bit of publicity. No. Well, uh, Lil Pump said the Earth is flat today. <sighs> We'll move on. We'll move on. We'll take it from the world of hip hop and rap to Craig's favorite corner, Britpop Corner. <laughs> Is that it? I Do love this. <laughs> I love. I have to go home. I love this story <laughs> so much. This is amazing. This is incredible. Jarvis Cocker. Has By the way, sorry. Can I also just point out, right? But Dahi has now joined the show, yet you still want me to make the jingle. <laughs> Why on earth? <laughs> Why on earth would I possibly be doing the because production? Because you have a certain anymore? style, I okay? think the naff yeah. factor is uh, intrinsic <laughs> to the magic of Craig on Kanye. Jarvis Cocker reigned supreme <laughs> in Bargain Hunt. It was pulp. It's, it's not the real headline here, though, is it? Yeah, it was pulp versus the Happy Mondays. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit of a... Was it a tainted victory? Of well, it, it was. wasn't down to Jarvis's like prowess in the bargain hunting yeah. sphere. Yeah, because they were both because rubbish. Bez got himself disqualified from it's not the like Bez. Yeah. Not like Bez. Man. Bez had his girlfriend speed on the stuff that he had bought. <laughs> Bez said afterwards it was a genuine error. My girlfriend thought she was helping out. Did you actually see the footage? I watched the footage. No, There's like not. literal shots of the girlfriend going like, "This is class!" Like, woo, and like doing it, and like everyone's like, "You're not supposed to do that." Like, yeah, really well, Bez had to cough up the eight pounds uh, profit that they turned. So it was like a throwback to that "Who Wants to Be a Millionaire" cheating scandal. Yeah, the coughing, oh, the coughing major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you that name? Was... Can you name the, the major? Charles Ingram. Can you Ingram. name the guy who helped him? Oh no, not I think it was something head. like Tequin Whittle. Yeah, that sounds oh, like wow. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah, of those yeah. names that he can't really believe. It was definitely yeah. one of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is uh, is David Dickinson still the bargain hunt man? No, no. Is he dead? I think he passed away. I think I, so, but I'm not sure. Have no Google there, Dave. Google. While I discussed the fact that Jarvis wouldn't go for the colored E T-shirt, which oh. shocked me. I thought Jarvis would have been a big bargain hunt person. Oh, I mean, he was on it, like so. I mean, I guess that's a start. But yeah, it's but funny when they did the, they had to bring them back because the when when the disqualification part happened, right. they had to like reshoot like a, this course. whole section, yeah. and he just wasn't there. They were just like, we've everybody back <laughs> apart from Jeff Scott. He's he's like, he's like, he was like, screw this, man, Maybe he's more of a floggish person or cash, <laughs> cash in the attic or antiques road show. Well, like he's got God, I missed that period. Sartorial standards, right? He's not going to wear the big floppy T-shirt. He was in a suit. I'm sad rightly. to report the news that David Dickinson stopped hosting. Bargain Hunt in 2004. He yeah. is, however, alive and well. Oh, cool. Great. Oh, well. well, that's something. 
77. It wouldn't right. wouldn't happen under his uh, under his yeah. steerage. Terrible, <laughs> terrible reign of terror. Wouldn't. But seriously, what what an amazing effort by Bez here, though. Like just, <laughs> I I mean, I say this having made my fiance buy tickets to our live show, so you know, I re- <laughs> I really picking up what he's putting. Do you down, reckon like, Bez was like the that that was the last reality show he could go on because he did? Do you remember he saw Pimp uh, My Ride UK? That was oh fantastic. yeah. Did he have a black cab? Was it? Yeah, and they changed the taxi sign to Pimp. <laughs> it was great. It was one of Westwood's With best Westwood, episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Westwood. Like, I mean, I remember him climbing into someone's uh, car and his pants falling. Well, hold down on. <laughs> I don't know if we can report that. No, 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 no. no. It was as part to pimp my ride. Uh, let's move on to an altogether less controversial figure in a section that I don't even want to have this week. Hit that music. <laughs> Attention, everyone. One, one. Shut up. Craig on Kanye. Yeah, Kanye West has announced that he's releasing a new album on November 23rd. All very excited about it, and we'll check back in with Kanye when that comes out. <laughs> Are we done? Are we done here? Yeah, we're done here. We're done here. I think that about covers it. So, no review of Kanye's album this week. So we made the 11th hour decision to listen to an hour and a half long album all week long. It's Lil Wayne, The Carter Five, and here is Mona Lisa. That was Mona Lisa, a high-profile collaboration with Kendrick Lamar that arrives some eight tracks in to a 23-track record. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but this was a feature-length album, guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, he ha- it has been a while Long coming. awaited. Famous, yeah, he's yeah, been yeah. promising it for a long time, and through no fault of his own, he hasn't been able to get it out. Uh, this comes off the back of a huge saga um, with Birdman, his former mentor and label boss, who just wouldn't let him do very much. I mean, Wayne has been active. He's been doing... Other albums, uh, you know, t- title exclusives, Mixed guys. Tapes Mixed tapes, yeah. none of them extremely good. Okay, well, here's the thing. I mean, I usually throw it to you for a primer. I think everyone knows who Lil Wayne is. Sure. But why should they care about who Lil Wayne is? And is he one of the greats, Craig? I believe he is one of the greats, yeah. Um, I mean, his work around a decade ago... Yeah is just sensational. I think, yeah, yeah he And a huge influence to people oh, all the way back tremendous. along. tremendous. I mean, like, like yeah. the entire hip-hop, like, commercial hip-hop sound at the moment is Wayne. You hear yeah. Wayne in most of the major rappers right now. Um, yeah, so it is good to have him back doing the latest in his kind of famous installments of yeah, the, the Carter series. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's gone way beyond hip-hop now where, like, two of his real protégés, I suppose, Drake and Nicky, have kind of, of course, just, yeah. you know, taken over pop as yeah, well. So, yeah, yeah his his effect and, and, and kind of the ripple effect of what he's done before is felt everywhere. Um he now is does he now own cash money? Yeah, that's yeah. why you can now really take control yeah. over cash money now. So yeah, so you can do whatever the hell he wants. Uh obviously has opted twenty three track come back here <laughs> and the card of five. Well I must say I was pleasantly surprised. Mm, yeah. On paper there was quite little about this that seemed all that attractive from 
Lil Wayne in 2018 to the fact that it is almost 90 minutes long. But, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I think like we're just going to have to accept the fact that from now on, most hip-hop and R&B albums are going to be this like, ridiculously, massively long thing. And the main reason is for financial it's reasons. It's basically right? the triple-A game of yeah. music, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Like, like added content, except you know, yeah. like it's not like microtransactions it's all here in one go yeah. but as you say it's all about the bloat for yeah. and the, the the funny the funny thing about this album is that you can you can almost see the seams like there's parts of this that like and some of the best tracks I think that actually sound like an older album which is basically yeah. what it is right so these these like the amazing tracks sound really really old and then you can just see these like drop-ins of like these like really really weak songs between them it yeah. just it's noticeable the seams like I, I'm, I'm not convinced that all of the stronger are songs here necessarily old. I think the the track with Travis Scott, for instance. Yeah, I, which, I would agree with that. That that's actually a pretty, frankly, yeah, pretty good like, one. It, it can't be old because that didn't really yeah, exist. Yeah, yeah. It's that and I mean, Kendrick's one is like yeah. Super Butterfly yeah. era as well. And it is old. Uh, like Lil Wayne said that himself. <laughs> like like Molly's is an old track. Oh yeah, we knew that was. A it's kind of weird right. stitching though. I mean, like XXX Tentacion is on this. Uh, opens it up after Wayne's mother. Yeah, yeah. Wayne's yeah. mother opens up with basically a voicemail, which is intense as hell. Extremely yeah. intense. Yeah, and like you can hear in those two minutes the level of devotion this woman has, not just for the Lord, but for her son. Yeah, and it's interspersed throughout the entire album as yeah. well. Yeah, it's really interesting, actually. And then Triple uh, X Tentacion comes in on a track called Don't Cry. Apparently, Lil Wayne had no idea who he was before they collaborated. Um, um, really? That's what he said. <laughs> oh, okay. He also gave you a little bit of a shout out with his triple extension reference. He I really said love that. He said extension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's great. It's yeah. great, dude. Like, listen, for, like, and th- that being the first track proper, immediately, like that wordplay oh, that Lil Wayne has so always had. Good. But it's so sharp. Do you just yeah, want to yeah. clarify, by the way, for anyone who may have missed previous episodes when we discussed about XXX Tentacion? It's more that was my pronunciation of the man's name. I'm not endorsing him. So just to clarify, to draw a line under that. Um, All right, Lil Wayne is though, but yeah, he is on real kind of rare form on this trio. He's like a less tiring, just kind of didactic Eminem in terms of ability, but he actually, you know, adds in life and jokes and and that narrative that runs throughout is kind of fascinating because it's. I mean, this album has done really well from people like both yeah, commercially just, and just just critically. Just looking at the numbers on Spotify, it's insane. I mean, it's yeah, like his influence millions upon millions. has really, really been felt. People are just kind of warmly welcoming him back. I think it's it's a real kind of feel-good moment for him. Mm-hmm. And the narrative of this is, it's probably the most fragile he's ever sounded. He's been through the wars. He's not kind of, you know, proclaiming himself to be number one anymore. Number one he anymore. says that he's not number one anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. that, that, no, that's a fabulous line. But that's his birthday, so right? Well. What's that? No, like, I'm pretty sure it's his prison number. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was his birthday as well. But oh, yeah, really? no, that might be true as well. But it's, it's a great, yeah, it's a great little nod. And um, yeah, so he just, he's fragile at times. He kind of veers wildly, um, just kind of different aspects of his character. And by the time we get to the end, he's talking about, which is like another big part of his story, when he accidentally shot himself when he was 12 in the chest. Do we, do we all know this story? Which is like, he talked about it for Jesus. years and just, yeah, yeah. Um, and they put in the mother survived. interview then at that point. Yeah, which, yeah, the big reveal on this is that he says now that he did it on purpose, which he'd never said before. Um, and that's kind of quite a payoff and it just feeds back into the whole thing. And it feels like he's really reached a point where He's happy in himself and he's come to an acceptance of where he's at that he can actually reveal that and put it in some context. So I just thought it worked wonderfully. Yeah. And then, I mean, I guess if you're saying that this is the fifth in a series of yeah. that album, it's a really 
that's a really powerful ending, right? Yeah, like as a thing from start to finish. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, he'd always kind of said that the Cardiff Five would be his retirement album. Now, whether that still stands, given everything that's happened, it's probably if not this dropped happen. in 2014, yeah. you know, it's a very different situation. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like if this was the payoff that he'd always had in mind yeah. for the Carter series, so to speak. Mm. Um, I, 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 that. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I still think like for this and I think I'm going to do the same as I did with the Drake album. Now, now that we've finished reviewing it, I'm basically going to go back through and make my own playlist of the album. Because like there's, there's some absolutely incredible tracks on this. And then I think there's some really, really weak ones. Sure. I mean, the st- obviously the standout track is this Mona Lisa with Kendrick Lamar. I think it's absolutely amazing. I uh, think it's a really good song. I think it's a little overhyped. And I think it's also think? uproar as well. Is quite questionable. Well, <laughs> such a it, banger. It's definitely yeah, a little bit questionable, but no, listen, when Kendrick comes Kendrick's in, Kendrick's verse yeah, is yeah. incredible. Dude, when I he mean, comes in with that fire verse, okay, and like, I'm not giving the backstory to people who don't didn't listen to this podcast for the past two years. All I'll say, right, is that it was the end of Endless when Wolfgang Tillman's track. <laughs> that was the last time I reacted to a song in the same way, right? <laughs> when Kendrick starts flowing like that, I'm like, Oh, oh come on! Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I literally started celebrating, and it's, it's been it's <laughs> been like high fiving your neighbour. <laughs> He's done and run into his butcher. Yeah. Larry, oh, it's a big steak so tonight, good. please. Um, so hang on, yeah, no, that track, right, Mona Lisa, is about a like if you, if you read like the genius notes, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's, so, like, right, sorry, it's about a deceptive it. young woman who sets up her man uh, via an affair, and then the guy kills himself, and it's like Jesus fucking Christ! Like, there's a lot going on here in terms of like you know insensitivity. You have to address it. Like, it is very kind of like it's, yeah, it's fictional. Yeah, I know, it's but it's also, it's also like mean spirited. Of course, like a it is. Thing almost like <laughs> it, you know, what I mean? no, it's very it's very Stan like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, right yeah, down yeah, to yeah. right right down to Kendrick doing like. You know, like Pete, and it's been a long time since that stuff has been done like that. I mean, Kendrick does it in a bit more of a poetic way, I guess. But like the idea of like people doing a story thing, like I mean, Nas was pretty well known for from, yeah. from from a pure sonic point of view with that track, and that track is like five and a half minutes long. Like at the end, when you get the kind of like the the Mona Lisa refrain, mm-hmm. and it's extremely poppy. Yeah, yeah, that was the rare case where I was like, oh no, no, I want that to be eight bars, not four. Do it again. <laughs> like like, like yeah. it's, it's really yeah, yeah. emphatic. Um, track wise, I think it is a very good track. You, you uh, know, I have problems with it though. You know where we heard this track first, or some people, I guess. Yeah, I heard about this. It was leaked, wasn't it? Kind of. It was in the background of one of Martin Screlly's online videos. No way. He did it, yeah. He He bought a Bugatti Veyron. Sorry, no, his friend bought a Bugatti Veyron (laughs) from Lil Wayne, which just had his (laughs) CDs in the CD changer. (laughs) He rang Lil Wayne and said, do you want these CDs back? And Lil Wayne was like, no, man, they're yours. (laughs) One of them turns out to be the character five, sells it to Martin Shkreli, and Shkreli plays it during one of his online thingies, yeah. He did note, this is the best track on the album, uh, so (laughs) fair play to him. What do we think of Snoop? Uh, I totally worked so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Stronger ones as well. I guess, and oh, I like really? Demon as well. Demon seems to be like one of the more kind of yeah, yeah. forward-thinking, like modern rap. Snoop had a much more stuff. interesting collaboration this week. I was going to say, which we'll get to. But I love, by the way, bringing in fucking Ashanti for a yeah, and that's a banger as well. So yeah. The nostalgia factor is yeah. brilliant. Well, yeah, but it, yeah. it's something that kind of, I mean, it, obviously, from the very top of this record, like, if you know that it was meant to originally drop in 2014, you are thinking, well, how has the delay affected it, blah, blah, blah. Is this one of those scenarios where the setback was actually really, really positive? Because it's fair to say that around the time that this album was originally being made, yeah. originally slated for a release, Wayne was probably going in the wrong direction. Very so something that was going to pump the brakes or even literally set him back a couple of years, mm-hmm. send his career yeah, in reverse fair. to when he was on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, and I, it I think feels it, at times like that is actually what this album has done. Yeah, but and the, I guess the only trade off on that is just that, like, I think if it came out back then, it would be a a sharper, leader, like Grammy nominated style album that's like really well together, as opposed to this like massive like heaving load of tracks kind of thing, you know. But I think it's linked, and there definitely is weaker tracks, but it never really gets boring. In the, no, there's enough here. I mean, again, oh, the but stuff, talk- when it gets into like Can't Be Broken and Nicki Minaj and stuff, I find when that gets area too, really boring. When there's that kind of poppy sheen on things, and it, yeah, it can get a bit cliched and stuff, like, but when he's either. doing his very raw, authentic thing, it's... Yeah. It works on a track like Famous, which I thought was excellent. Yeah. I, if it sounds like we're sprawling here, it's because there's 23 songs. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's very it's hard really to... Like, but what I will but say it, is, what yeah. I will say is this, okay, I, I, I want to make a make an observation and then ask a question and uh, my observation <laughs> is this <laughs> it's that very very quickly I realised I was listening to something that was coherent and had tight hooks in it we've used the word narrative and I found myself going oh you know what maybe this will be okay I'm, I'm, I'm liking this I'm liking the, 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 the palette of it for whatever reason mm-hmm. so to use the direct comparison of a Drake who released a similarly lengthy album yeah. this year how is it that this album does have those hooks and does have you kind of like going, yeah, you know what, I'm willing to climb this mountain. But with Scorpion, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I think it's time, right? So meandering and just like like, loose. Drake probably had to write a huge amount of tracks in a short space of time, whereas this is just an older album with lots of added on tracks. Yeah, plus as well, I mean, and we've been saying this, not just Scorpion, we've been saying this for a while, that Drake, for the, you know, years, has not had much to say. Yeah, that's true. Wayne yeah, yeah. does. Yeah, yeah Drake Wayne. is going through the motions to a large extent. I also think Scorpion really just what hurt it was that it, you have that split between the rap stuff and the R&B stuff. So there's no real breakups between styles. You just get here's a big slab of R&B and here's a big slab yeah, of yeah, rap. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. Um, but no, Wayne has a lot to say here. Like when we reviewed Travis Scott, it sounded sonically brilliant. We we're saying at the center of it, Scott wasn't really strong enough a personality maybe at times to keep you hooked. You've got Lil Wayne here, and I think he does that. For all this album's flaws, it's still kind of captivating. Yeah, absolutely. I would fully agree with that. I think, yeah, as a curator, a showman, and a frontman telling you his own story, he succeeds. At the same time, I come back to the, the obvious problem, simply too much music, and thus it's a 6 out of 10 for me. Mm, oh, it's an 8 out of 10 for me. I think this is a fantastic record. I'm kind of on 8 as well, but I will, like, the, the reason I'm giving it an 8 and not a 9 is because it's just too many tracks. You're going to cut it in half, like... Mm. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I think I just you're just gonna have to do. Yeah. So now we're on. gonna cut Dolly score in half. It's a four <laughs> out of ten. Great. It's a solid A for me. Fair okay, enough. Cool. We talked about Snoop Dogg there. Yeah. Uh, I want to hold back because he didn't hold back on this superstar collaboration <laughs> with Ollie Murs. <laughs> Kicking us into songs of the week. It's a song called Moves. Hope you like it. Just to keep you giving me help, trying to cover it up so you never tell. I feel like dancing with you. It's your moves, baby. The rhythm of the D-O-Dub G and the thug Watch how I be in the club Looking, staring, daring, comparing In my book they say sharing is caring So give me your taste And make your hips just So Ollie's gone all Ed Sheeran 
Mm. And then decides, it's written by Ed Sheeran, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. I forgot yeah, that part. Yeah, sorry. I actually got yeah, I got a hilarious press release about this a week <laughs> ago. It's always like the twenty four hours after the show it, like happens, and I'm like, oh for fuck's sake! Hang but on. we do record on a Thursday. I'm, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go looking for this lads. So someone take Sheeran, over the mic. Ed Sheeran, like it just feels like every single pop song that he's written in the last three years, he has not developed at all. This is just the same thing. I've got it. Is that down to him though? I mean, I'm sorry, but like. Surely, I mean, I like, guess it makes money. He gives right? them the no, but like he gives them like the like approximates, and it's yeah. their job to turn it into the finished product. Surely, Ed yeah. Sheeran isn't handing them the track and going, "Don't mess with anything. Do it exactly." Well, as Well, it's I've very clear here. the vocal melodies and the lyrics. I mean, all this stuff of just like I've got a drink in the club and, and it's you're all, gonna dance with me. It's, it's, it's like, very oh, like justified. I mean, it's not justified at all. It's <laughs> terrible, but it's like Justin Timberlake, Justin isn't it? Right? It's like like I love you. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Ed Sheeran is obviously massively influenced by. So you just hear so much watered down Justin. In this. Hi, happy Friday! Ollie Murs has today released his brand new single "Moves" featuring Snoop Dogg, accompanied by an awesome animated lyric video written by Ed Sheeran and Steve Mack. It's a massive slice of pure pop joy, and features the end credits track on the forthcoming Johnny English yeah. Strikes Again. Fuck, yeah. it certainly has. What a paragraph! It's enough to make you wish there was. Was a shooter on Oxford Street that time Oliver started sweet tweeting, isn't it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, Cullum, do you want to figure, pick the point of the sentence in which it got away from you there? <laughs> I think it might have been the whole damn thing. Maybe, okay, we at, don't endorse the murder at, of Oliver. Okay, okay, if Oliver's buddy Snoop had to be in there, maybe he would have been packing yeah, heat and Oliver yeah, would have yeah, been fine. Amazing, right? if maybe, anybody, this every, is not salvaging it. Are you suggesting Snoop hasn't rapped about carrying a piece before? I would like to extricate myself from the conversation. Sorry, I believe you had an observation there. Oh, no, just if you go on to uh, Ali Moore's Twitter, there's a brilliant video of him um, basically uh, doing a thug life meme of himself, yeah. kind of going like, when you find out that you're, you've got a track with Snoop Dogg, and he's just like looking at the camera going, oh, I'm so gangster. Really like, this is class. And Snoop says like, Ali Murs at one point, and you just know Ali Murs when he heard that for the first time. He's like, Snoop Dogg said my name in a really cool way. Yeah. And, and they I, will look, never meet. As for that fateful Christmas shopping day, you weren't there. <laughs> oh look, Olimers was there. Okay, I'll take I'll take it back, Dave. Okay, at, at least maybe that he was just still locked in the off back office of the Selfridges. Okay, that's thanks. Fair, yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. There's the middle ground. <laughs> Peace to all men. <laughs> Up next, another superstar collaboration from a big new movie as well. It's Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper with Shallow. Of course, taken from A Star Is Born. I believe this is the third or fourth remake of this movie at this stage. Oh, and this third, yeah. I believe. Lots yeah, of unofficial yeah. ones too. Uh, Cullum, you're a you know you're a country loving f- chap. Sure. They've changed this from the film industry to the music industry. What is the story? Bradley Cooper plays a a, a country musician who you know is is is, is no ordinary sort of. Bitten sawdust tick uh, spots <laughs> Lady Gaga at. I think he is. Sorry, he is called Jackson Maine. Oh yeah, he is called, ja- he is called Jackson Maine. But he heads <laughs> to like a burlesque bar or a drag show or something after a big sold out gig. Sold out. 
and then <laughs> sees Gaga performing um, and is kind of captivated and sets about sort of bringing her through Star the is born Hi- yeah, Star Jesus. is indeed born but she's all shy and timid and stuff yes exactly so he has to kind of guide her through the this is the this a, is the big track I believe I think it's the centerpiece one now this film is getting five star reviews across the board yeah, this thing is going to be massive it's going to win I'd all the, the Oscars the soundtrack is going to be huge as well and like maybe this is me it's my lack of suspension of disbelief on this one but like I can't get hype for a film in which you know an hour into this movie she's gonna step up and you you wait to hear it I'm like yeah I know it's fucking Lady Gaga she's a great singer sure yeah I know what you mean and you might say Dave it's acting but nonetheless it's just it's a hard sell for me but by all accounts it is fantastic and what's more what reviews I've read of the film do say that the first hour is just captivating that whether whether Mm. you're cynical or not going in you end up rooting for her completely and utterly I mean by the time this scene comes around I mean I I know she has she's had like a Golden Globe win and everything but this kind of does feel like this like all right lady gaga is now an actor like it's like definitely this kind of proper which, major which has been kind of a thing, dream right? for anybody who needs to review the film because it's called fucking a star is born like <laughs> oh, so for a revelation of a performance it's called bradley there. cooper wants to win an oscar that's what it's called <laughs> well the bradley, song is bradley called shallow bradley cooper directed it didn't he as well yeah, wrote it directed it, you I, name it. I might have to go to the cinema to see the film oh. so i can actually enjoy this song with some context because it didn't like just oh, yeah. on its own it does nothing for it's me true, whatsoever yeah. Although, yeah, you know what i was thinking as well then i mean like you know how much from I don't know, pick your sort of musical film like, but, you know, La La Spinal Land. <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show. Did it exactly have bangers in it? Rocky yeah. Horror Picture Show did, yeah. It's clear they've oh, well, lifted it, literally, they've lifted it from the film though, right? Because you can actually oh, yeah. hear the crowd cheering. Yeah, 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 entirely, yeah. Well. And what more, this is, as Dave said, the big moment. Okay, yeah. Didn't he go to Glastonbury like a couple of years ago to like, perform in front of the crowd to get shots Coachella. Like, for the movie was Coachella it? yeah the, was it okay yeah, yeah. that was okay. Glastonbury he's thinking of uh, releasing an album as well I think Bradley Cooper really yeah so he's a real song and dance man we didn't talk about David Duchovny coming to Dublin that's to right yeah tracks from Take his it away, album Greg. Yeah, he's come to Dublin. I'm not sure the date. I don't know what the music sounds like, but are we going? <laughs> Surely, yeah. yeah. Following Just the first for a bit of fornication uh, chat afterwards. Keith Sullivan did that recently as well. Uh, Brought his brand of whiskey soaked blues to yeah. the Academy. Mm. Robert Downey Jr. is another one, right? Isn't he a big song yeah, and dance guy? Um, Russell Crowe. 30 odd foot, foot of, of grunts. grunts. Yeah, yeah. 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 Australian pub band. <laughs> the elbow. This song is say it, to his, <laughs> say it to his face, mate. Yeah, yeah. This oh, song is okay. It's fine. It didn't really make me want to see the movie any more than I already do. I feel like it'd be like a lazy Sunday watch. So stay tuned for that review, listener. selling <laughs> it. Up next is the return of Soak. She's back with a song called "Everybody Loves You." Victorious at the Northern Irish Music Prize and the Choice Music Prize, she was also nominated for the Mercury Music Prize for her debut album, Before We Forgot How to Dream. That is the sound of Soak, a.k.a. Bridie Mons Watson. Uh, I think we've all interviewed Bridie at some stage. Yeah. Uh, she's shit cool. She makes really good music. And this is a little bit of a change in tack. Uh, a little bit more upbeat, people are saying. I think her music has always had a little bit of kind of, you know, the light and the dark. Uh, I'm especially impressed by the kind of midsection breakdown of this one, mm, where yeah, it totally right. steps up into a new 
place at just the right yeah. time or something at just as well. the right time. I was, I was listening to it kind of going like okay we need to go somewhere here and then it's like just builds up into this really really nice moment yeah it was exactly the flourish that it needed it's a good song that's a great moment and I'm glad to hear from her again yeah absolutely I mean she was a mature songwriter when she was like in the middle of her teens so you almost expect her to sound like a grizzled veteran now that she's in her 20s um but this is a demonstration of kind of mature songwriting. And I think as well, sort of an understanding of, like you say, the light and dark and, and sort of how to move from the shade as the song progresses. I thought it was really nice and I find it quite uplifting as mm-hmm. well, which is maybe something that wasn't always a feature of her first album. Yeah, it's really well crafted. Um, it's catchy as hell but from like 30 seconds in. You're kind of like, oh, yeah, this is now stuck in my head. Um, it's, you know, it it's aiming to go for some of those you know pop tropes and that sound that's around quite a lot at the moment it's understatedly anthemic I guess like she puts her stamp on that sound so Mm, well she kind of subverts it in a way Uh, I like the lyrical idea I'm not sure about the final line where she kind of is just like it's a bit too obvious of a payoff I think Um, but overall yeah great stuff yeah it's a great track it's really really good she's a nice album isn't she no, the album isn't out yet, or indeed coming yet, but we do have a, a tiny mini tour, which includes the stop at Grand Social next month. Oh, yeah. That should be very special indeed. That'll be fighting room, I would say. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's there. four tiny venues. I think it's the OEA Centre up north, Grand Social here, and then two in the UK. They're tiny venues, um, should be packed out, and like I say, yeah, they should be very special if the rest of the new, new material is much like this. Yeah. Also on the comeback trail and tweaking her sound slightly is Sharon Von Etten. This is Comeback Kid. Our weekly Twin Peaks reference. <laughs> Sharon Von Etten was in Twin Peaks. <laughs> She's great. She is excellent. She is great. Yeah. She is fantastic, and she fit into that show perfectly. Um, yeah, again, a lot of people saying like, "Oh, like a, a new lease on life." Very, you know, bright colors in this one, and I'm like, kind of. Like, yeah, it's 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 got like momentum. Well, I mean, she started out as you know a fairly demure singer songwriter, I suppose, and has basically just got a little more edgy as time has gone on. I think this is sort of the natural evolution, so to speak, like, and, and, and where it was always going. But for me, this is fantastic. Yeah. Like, if somebody told me that this was Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, I think it would take me a couple of listens to, yeah, to, to absolutely like know feels, they were wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I really like this as well, but it's, I don't know, there's something to do with the production where, like, it, it has, like, a good bit of bite and a lot more from, say, our previous stuff. But I would just love to see it, like, a little bit harder, a little bit stronger on kind of production side. But as a song, I think it's amazing. I think it's really, really good. She's kind of put down the guitars and it's it's heavier on the organs and the synths. Mm. Um, but it is still that, you know, she's in her best mode when she has that propulsive thing going on, which just totally has... Yeah, it's really strong rhythm section as well to help yeah it kind of reminded me of like arcade fire at their most like svelte and just kind of hard hitting like the suburbs kind of stuff just that kind of indie rock style song uh lyrically again i thought it was great um she's she's she she's very talented um it's been four years i think since the last record so the time we heard from her again um excited about the new stuff yeah yeah i echo all that i think it's great up next to close us out it's art brute with hospital (laughs) 
Remember water's boring, but essential. They tried to make me go to rehab, and I said, That's probably a very good idea when I get out of the hospital. Other girls went and other girls came. I can't get over my old flame. I'm still in love with Emily Kane. That's the Art Breed song that I first heard in the mid-2000s, and I think they're making the same track, Craig. <laughs> they're a bit of a satirical band. Yeah, they formed a band back in the day. <laughs> they did, indeed. Yeah, they're quite wry with their lyrics. Um, it's been seven years since they released, what was it, like Wham Bam, something Let's Go Rock, whatever, and now um, their new one is about getting out of hospital and being like, I'm not going back there. When I get it's, out of hospital, I'm never going back yeah. at all. And, like, <laughs> the, <laughs> ridiculous. That, it's that Amy Winehouse line, though, which yeah. you see coming a mile away, and you're still like, ah, it's quite a good joke. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, Eddie Argos that, that has his tried, moments. They tried to make me go to rehab, and I said that's probably a really good probably idea. good idea. <laughs> 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 that's a good joke. That's a good line. Yeah. Also, <laughs> also g- given, given that Nina sent me a Mallory Ortberg thing during the week of just, like, you know, preaching the benefits of drinking more water, and she was yeah. just like... This is you. Stop annoying me about the water. And, and and then I turn on this track and I'm like, oh, I'm so on board with them. Yeah. Seriously, man. CM Punk it. X is on the hands. But this is really like forward. rock is dead stuff, isn't it? In it's, terms it's worth of, a listen, but that's about it. Like, oh, yeah, I mean? yeah. There's not much replay value. But when they first came out, they were very much like um, satirizing the scene and all like the excitement around guitar bands and blah, blah, blah. And now it's just like they everyone's... They franchises. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did, which is like what? a great it's idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they'd uh, offshoot bands. Yeah, that, that they, they oh, tried yeah, to yeah, go it was like, like a whole thing, of... like complete. Like there was one that was just a complete cover band oh, wow. in yeah. France. That's genuine. Yeah, right. they were yeah, just allowed it. to take their music and do what they want. And now they're just trying to stay alive and deal with <laughs> middle age and fair play to them. Yeah, I don't know. Sound, sounded to me like an art house uh, Sleaford mods. <laughs> Emily Kane that's a great song Emily Kane to be fair yeah, and yeah you've heard one Art song you've heard them all but he is a funny lyricist it, yeah it's a case of like where is the market for this who's it for do you know do you know I think it's awesome <laughs> we, we just said we'll listen to it do you know, do you know where he'd fucking kill the minefield at Electric Picnic oh yeah that's true actually yeah yeah just sets full of like the kind of funny spoken word stuff you can't base a career around that one day though are the, are the live shows a bit like more messier in terms of how the guitar sound and everything Does it, is it good sh- live shows I've never seen it no I assume they play exclusively in like Shoreditch or something yeah yeah I don't see them touring around. No. Hey, I was in Shoreditch last week. Fucking cracking. <laughs> okay, right. That's amazing. Don't think it personally, mate. <laughs> That's mostly the show. I've been listening to other things this week, including um, The Antlers. Superb album, Burst Apart. Mm. It's aged like a fine wine. And I've also listened to the new St. Sister album, which is very, very good indeed. Mm, it's yeah. out pretty much now as of listening to the show today. Check that out, The Shape of Silence. Craig. Um, so I was doing my dissertation over the weekend and I was listening to West African pop music from the 1970s and everyone else should I don't I'm running the risk of sounding pretentious <laughs> just just a risk mate that, yeah. that ship Google sailed, Radio Freetown uh, it's a WFMU show uh, it's this German guy who just went to like Africa and found like loads of old records and it's all incredible stuff like just really funky and amazing riffs and blah 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 and, so yeah check that out it's good. great um, I've been listening to uh, Yeji has a new 
um, song out. Y A E J I. Dance music fans will, will probably know her. Reverse. She's uh, really, really amazing, and her new track is incredible. She's also done a Charlie XCX remix. It's very good oh. as well. I've been listening to the soundtrack to Hamilton, and as I said, <laughs> as I said in the show already, I recommend other people don't. So I'm useless in this corner this week. I'm sorry. You'll be useful on stage in the Workman's Club on Sunday, October the 14th. Will. Though. I'll do my very best. Remember, tickets are 13 euro from Ticketmaster or on the door. I assume most people are going to be buying them on the door, so you know, <laughs> that's fine too. You can do that. It's grand. Looking forward to the show, though. We'll be joined by Paddy Hanna, Christian Tierney, and the lady who is supplying our exit music this week, Lila Vargan. But first, a quick shout out to our sonic architect, Eve Murray, who. As ever has made us sound as good as we possibly can. Ooh. Thank you so much, Eve. So yeah, we excited about the show, lads. It's going to be amazing. Tremendously so. Great, I'm like a new man. I'm raring to go. <laughs> get, get, point me at that stage. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, Craig. Do your worst. All right. Well, I'll wait till the actual show time. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah. So that's Sunday week. Come join us for a pint and a bit of a chat. Uh, people have said they might heckle. Please don't do that. <laughs> It's not bigger, clever. If they're good heckles, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I would say do try and get your tickets early, so that uh, just yeah, in case. Do that. But um, you know, yeah. Don't get a, disappointed or anything. We live in the era of like visa contactless, so you know you can use whatever you want. You know, just, just like <laughs> no frozen yogurt. Yeah, no frozen yogurt though. Uh, we get get it done. Little Vargan. The song is called "Believe Me." She'll be playing live in the night. Very much looking forward to it. My name is David William Hanready. This has been No Encore. There will be No Encore live in about a week's time. See you there.
This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.